Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Danny Klinkscale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Insightful and witty commentary, probing interviews, and detours from the beaten path. Welcome to Arts and Lifestyle Wednesday, presented by Cinematic Visions and another great edition of Danny and Tim's Music Scene. And I know it's great, even though we haven't started doing it yet, because it always is. Every other Wednesday, we get together and talk about music, past, present, future, uh, and a lot of past, I think, and retrospective things. And we're going to do a little bit of that as well. There were some interesting birthdays. I went to a show at 38 Special a couple weeks ago, and it was kind of out of the blue that I ended up going. And I just wanted to talk about it in a certain aspect of it with uh, Tim. And we've got some other really kind of different kind of stuffs, one hit wonder type of things. And all kinds of things on the plate, as we always do. It's an eclectic version, as ever, and it's always a pleasure to get in touch with Tim from In Kansas City Magazine, as well as 90.9 The Bridge and various other platforms. And I always recommend his Facebook page, which is wildly entertaining and contains a lot of great music stuff as well. And it'll send you down some rabbit holes and let you have some fun. So let's get rolling. Coming up next on Arts and Lifestyle Wednesday, another great edition of Danny and Tim's Music Scene on the Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent Podcast after this. Cinematic Visions has been an affordable solution for professional media production in Kansas City since 2003, offering award-winning video production and creation, as well as a wide array of digital and social media management services. From planning, scripting, filming, editing, and post-production to delivering your product to a watching world, Cinematic Visions will provide professional and affordable services for you and your business with the necessary return on investment to make it all worthwhile. Cinematic Vision's goal is to unlock the power of storytelling through video and a strong online presence for your company. Beyond the numbers, they want to inspire and evoke your clients to feel and act. Let my friends at Cinematic Visions embed your brand where it belongs, in your customers' minds. You can find them online at cinematicvisions.com or with a quick phone call at 816-600-6300. Weather extremes are the rule, not the exception these days, and that means you need a trusted ally in dealing with your home's heating and cooling needs. That's why you should trust your HVAC needs to my friends at Dillon's Heating and Cooling. Jeff Dillon and his experienced and dedicated crew take pride in treating you like family. Honesty, integrity, and expertise are their calling card, and great value is as well. Right now, Dillon's offers you whole home bypass humidifiers for $100 off, normally $549, now only $449 installed. Also right now, they offer an inline water filter for the humidifier for an additional $75, as well as a low, low $69 heating tune-up. The comfort of your home is a vital part of the quality of your life, and Dillon's is there for you every step of the way. Get more details and information at Dillon'sHeatingAndCooling.com or call them at 913-214-1343. That's Dillon'sHeatingAndCooling.com, 913-214-1343. 
As the slogan says, they'll treat you like family. Let's take a little time to make you feel better, maybe a whole lot better. Danny here to tell you that is certainly the case for me since I started seeing Dr. Brad Woodle and his talented team at Advanced Sports and Family Chiropractic and Acupuncture. With locations all around the metro area, you can easily find an office that is very convenient for you. I have benefited greatly from regular adjustments, acupuncture, decompression table, and cold laser, and my back is 100% better. In a welcoming and enjoyable environment, Advanced Sports and Family chiropractic and acupuncture gives you relief from pain that manifests itself in many ways. It's not just your back that can be the focus. For instance, research shows that spinal manipulation therapy, SMT, a centerpiece of chiropractic care, can be considered an effective treatment for tension headaches. And SMT provides superior relief for pain intensity, frequency, and disability when compared with other therapies. That's just another example of the wide range of services at ASFCA to improve your well-being and quality of life. Find out much, much more at asfca.com slash Danny and start feeling better soon. If you'd like to join these and other great sponsors and market your business to a growing and engaged audience, contact us at Danny at DannyClinkScale.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back, and always great to talk music with Tim Finn. We talk a lot of anniversaries. I saw a list the other day. Maybe we'll explore it some other time because we've got a long time left in 2022 of 50 albums that have are having their 50th anniversary. We've talked a lot about that, but let's get a little more recent for something that uh, I know this is something you really want to explore because Wilco is celebrating the 20th anniversary of their iconic breakout album that was that way for many, many reasons. And it uh, is a good time to celebrate what is uh, now becoming a very enduring American rock band. Yes. Yeah, so they've, um, they're releasing this um, <laughs> super bonanza. You can get this in various versions of depending on how much music you want to listen to, but the, um, the biggest, the biggest dump is uh, 11 vinyl EPs, um, 11 vinyl LPs and one CD, including demos, drafts, and instrumentals. You know, um, just pretty much everything that they put to tape in the studio, it sounds like, is just going to get, the barrel's just going to be emptied. And um, that includes 82 previously unreleased music tracks, as well as a new book featuring an interview with um, Jeff Tweedy, Glenn Kachi, uh, and Jim O'Rourke, who um, was mixed the album. And yeah, it's, um, it was um, a really pivotal record for them. They were doing okay already because um, after the initial record AM came out, um, you know, that it got it's it's a really nice record. I like it. It's pretty simple. It's playing really good songwriting. But um, they switched. They pivoted and started to do stuff more um, experimental and more adventurous with being there. And then they put out Summer Teeth, which is a really nice poppy. Poppy also, um, it, it's a little bit um, moody. It's, it's a really good record. It's my favorite record. But um, then they recorded um, Yankee Hotel, Foxtrot, and they went to Jim O'Rourke, who's a, you better look him up. He does a lot of um, sort of um, very experimental music, and he brought a lot to this project. It led to a rift between Jeff Tweedy and Jay Bennett, who um, Jay Bennett sort of, decided maybe he should be co-captain of this ship and Tweedy's like no not really it's 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 mine but um so Bennett left the band after that but this was all part of this record and um it led to it led to um Tweedy hiring the band that he has now which has been around for like 16 years 
and the story behind the record is Warner Brothers heard it and said, what is this? We're not putting this out. <laughs> and Wilco said, well, this is what this is what we have. And they gave Wilco back the record and they um, they streamed it, you know, for free. People went nuts about it. And then it ended up being recorded and released on Nunsuch, kind of a boutique label that's part of Warner Brothers. So, you know, the, the record business was so weird back then. It was like, yeah, it's not a Warner Brothers, but it is. So um, anyway, they became kind of heroic because of that. And um, from there, they just went on to become, like I was telling you before, just a band that has just been so enduring. And um, they, they're not an arena band. You know, I think they could probably do well, you know, pull 10,000 people into an amphitheater maybe, but um, they're kind of a, a theater band. Um, but their fans are fiercely loyal. And um, I'm one of them. I, I have bought everything they ever put out and I'm collecting it on vinyl now these days. But um, just really interesting how what the band has done to Tweety's songwriting and how he gives them license to do things with his music that he wouldn't do. And um, like I was, I, I think I consider them to be like this generation's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, where the lead man is the face of the band, but everyone knows. The musicians, the musicians are all just absolutely superb. You go to their shows, and there are there are musicians there to see Nels Klein, the guitar player, who's this um, on the side doing all this weird, you know, jazz um, acid jazz stuff. And Glenn Kachi's just a great drummer. So um, yeah, they're um, they're both a musicians band and just a fans band. And Tweety's really just he's as personable as Petty was and funny and. Um, so this is a this moment celebrates this record, but it also, in a way, um, just so reminds us of how long the band's been around and just how um, how much good music they put out. You know, never never a dull record. Some of the records are better. Some people, you know, find some of their stuff a little too um, chill and, and tedious. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm just a, a fan, and not very um, objective. And probably part of their their appeal to their band is is the fact that there is no real sellout aspect to what they do. Jeff Tweedy is a front man, and he's certainly not somebody who's gonna you know be a a, a, a pinup guy or anything like that. And they just do what they do, and they do it well, and fans just eat it up. I know a good friend of mine, Todd Lebo at WHB, is a huge fan. Mm -hmm. He goes to all the shows. Mm -hmm. and uh, So, I, I mean, I think it's that type of band where people will go like I do with Mark Knopfler or something every time they mm -hmm. come around. Yeah. And, you know, they stay in their lane. They don't do... There was some stuff on, um, you know, uh, records after um, Yankee Hotel that, you know, was super experimental and um, got a little out there. But pretty much they stay in their lane. They're not they're not they're not putting out a, a rap record or anything that they have no business doing you know or um they're not going to put out a, a heavy metal or a, you know right. doom rock album it's just going to be um who they are and you know various versions of that depending on the mood they're in when they start a record Let's talk about another artist that's a favorite of yours, Nico Case who's doing some retrospective uh, work as well somebody who's had a very interesting woven uh, journey as a musician yeah so she came out um in the late 90s uh, out of the um northwest and um and she was in a band I, and i can't remember the name right now but it's very brief but and then she put out a record and it was it was very influenced by you know the alternative insurgent country sound um 
there's a she has a song called Bowling Green. I'm pretty sure it's a cover, but it's very um it's very traditional country. Um, just a rollicking, really great song. And she's got a voice. She was pushing that country sound. She, it reminded everyone of um, Patsy Cline. Um, but then she put out a record in 2000, I think it was called Furnace Room Lullaby, which is just an absolutely gorgeous, perfect note for note record, the way the songs are written, the way the songs are arranged, the order of the songs. Um, and it's about death. It's about a lot of things. So the, the lyrics are very, very thoughtful and insightful and effective. And, um, and the music is just absolutely um, gorgeous and stunning. And she sort of took off from there. And she's put out a lot of stuff, um, been on several labels. But um, it's fantastic live, um, very personable, very nice looking, um, and um, just a, a gorgeous voice. And um, so this is like a retrospective. Um, and it, it's got a lot of stuff. Um, it's got um, testimonials, Jeff Tweedy's on one. Um, there is one of the... Uh, people talking about her and her music but um so uh it's called wild creature um this is what it is a retrospective compilation um but um yeah she's someone to look up if you so if you've heard her you'll definitely want to um check this out she's got a new song she just released friday it's on um you can find her on youtube it's great um it's a real, real good indicator of who she is and where she is now but um if you haven't heard her just stream her um check her out because there's so much to like I, I i think of her kind of as since we're making comparisons <laughs> as to like um somewhere between like carol king and Joni mitchell um might be a bit of a stretch but that's right. kind of uh, the vibe i get from her like that my respect for her is somewhere within that that realm well something completely different but another retrospective type of thing announced uh, yesterday as a matter of fact was a farewell tour for the b-52s a very interesting organic party band but maybe a lot more substance than people might uh, get on the surface because of love shack and everything but they've been uh, cruising down the highway of music for a long time now and who knows if this will really be a farewell tour it doesn't come anywhere near here so if you're a big b52s fan you'd have to travel someplace fun to go see it very limited dates about 20 of them but mm -hmm. uh, kind of an interesting crew to say the least Oh, they came out of Athens, you know, Georgia, right around the right. time. I mean, R.E.M. was 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 fooling around. A band called Pylon was down there. Athens was really becoming a a real, um, you know, sort of indie indie rock. Um, I don't want to say mecca, but it was a hub. And um, yeah, they were one of the bands when they first came out. You know, Rock Lobster was a song that launched them, mm -hmm. and it was. Yes, it was blindsiding out of nowhere, like just because of the voices, the way they looked, the uh, the two women singing, and um, and uh, Fred Schneider's voice. It was all just very odd and um, kind of sideways. And but it was just uh, ate it up, you know. I was in I was in college, and it was um, the song "Private Idaho" was another great song. Um, it, there are this this like confluence of um, quirkiness heavy groove it's just melodic and there are there's a there's a beat you know up and down all over the place um in every song so they're fun i saw them many years ago i don't think i would see them right now because <laughs> i'm i'm you know back then it was it was good like no no shame though you know it was good right but um that was a while ago and i'm and um, i know they've toured a couple of times since and i thought i think i'm just going to leave it at what i saw <laughs> right and um but if you haven't seen them, by all means, they do all the songs. And I, I know they're, you know, 
I think vocally they're fine. Um, so I'm, I can't judge on, on what they would be like now, but um, good that they're out, you know, because I, I think more people, more people didn't see them when they were, when they were big and, um, you know, everybody needs a chance to see them if they're, if they're a favorite bandy or so. Yeah. Um, go see them, but I'm, I'm happy with my memory of what I saw. It'll be a party. They're touring with Casey and the Sunshine Band and the Tube. So there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> so there. Whatever's left of all those bands. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We'll take a time out now. And I, I went down a similar road, actually, and uh, didn't leave memories uh, in the back seat as I took in a 38 special show. We'll talk about that and a few other notes and quotes coming up next with Tim right here on Danny and Tim's Music Scene as part of the Arts and Lifestyle Wednesday, presented by Cinematic Visions. More of Danny's Reasonably Irreverent podcast after this. Hey everybody, Joe Spiker, owner of Easton Roofing here. For almost 10 years, we've been a locally owned and operated family business. At Easton, we work on every job with one thing in mind, integrity matters. I grew up in central Kansas, was raised on the values of respecting hard work. We run our company every day on that value set. At Easton, we always make decisions based on the ethical, right thing for the customer. That's what integrity means to us. So if you have any questions about your roof, give me and my team a call, 913-257-5426, Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. Danny here to dish, as it were, on the 23rd Street Brewery in Lawrence. A recent lunch with my friend Matt Llewellyn, the owner, just provided a reminder of what a great spot it is to visit when you are in Lawrence. I was on the go, so just had time for a simple salad and pretzel, and that was absolutely delicious. My wife had a more elaborate avocado salad with salmon on a separate visit, and she just raved about it. The 23rd Street Brewery can be that varied with a great menu that rises far above standard bar fare. And, of course, they also provide great atmosphere and brew their fantastic beers. It's a fabulous place to catch a game with a great array of TVs that are constantly updated. Matt and his friendly staff go out of their way to make your experience special. Fine food with a huge menu, great beers, and a great spot for fun with friends. The 23rd Street Brewery has it all. Make sure you do what I do and grab a growler or two to take home. The 23rd Street Brewery at 23rd and Castle in Lawrence. See you there. It's time to tell you about a great opportunity to improve your retirement outlook by using the outstanding services of 401k USA. What the experts at 401k USA bring to you is an overlay of your current 401k plan that manages it in a far more proactive and responsive way. Too many retirement plans can be restrictive, but 401k USA brings far more flexibility to your plan to capitalize on opportunities and avoid downturns. It's simple and easy to find out much more about all the details on taking a close look at what the friendly experts at 401k USA can do for you. You can create more retirement wealth and a richer lifestyle by visiting 401kusa.org today or by texting to 816-844-6236, that's 401kusa.org, or text to 816-844-6236 to find out much more. If you'd like to join these and other great sponsors and market your business to a growing and engaged audience, contact us at danny at dannyclinkscale.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back, and since Tim and I last got together, I went to a variety of things uh, came together for me to go to a 38 special show. I had heard that the show, everything I'd read was that it was just going to be a private event, 
and the tickets were $200 and so forth. So I said, well, I've seen 38 Special a couple times. That's all well and good. That's cool. I might pay $200 to see Mark Knopfler, but I wouldn't go see pay $200 to see 38 Special. And then on the day of the show, I guess uh, there was something on 810 Radio that said there were actual tickets, and maybe it changed. I don't know. I don't even know the circumstances. So there were $35 tickets. I thought about going. I called a couple people. And what it ended up with is I ended up with VIP tickets in the fifth row Mm -hmm. with some good friends and saw what was really a fantastic, I don't want to go all the way to fantastic, but really a great show. And uh, the Uptown was probably two-thirds to 75 percent full mm-hmm. the place was uh, people were eating it up it was a really good mm-hmm. show but what i was struck by and i've talked about it on a couple of uh, uh, other podcasts in the last couple of weeks was the absolute professionalism of this band which now is really just the leader donnie barnes and and s- several other musicians who've all been in this iteration of the band for quite a long time you know they're now a casino type level act I, I guess you would say state fairs that type of thing they've done these songs a million times they actually have so many familiar songs they actually have to do a medley in the middle of one of, one of the things mm-hmm. they threw in a couple of great covers which uh, uh they did uh, a john fogarty cover and they did feeling stronger every day by chicago which was mm-hmm. totally out of left field and it was really good but i was just struck by first of all the it, the singing was great. The playing was great. The guitarist, not familiar with uh, him until I saw this show. He was great. Donnie Barnes is a very good guitarist. And uh, he's. I always like when people who probably are at least the equal of the lead guitarist that they have hired uh, lets that person shine, even though they can probably outplay them. And all the hits were played the, the way that people would want them. And like I said, just super professional that's what i thought Mm -hmm. of and having a great time having great fun which is another real element that i like in a show yeah i i i always like their hits i remember when they came out there's um it's really good songwriting it's crafty it's um it's um sort of i think like i saw them the first time i saw them they opened for uh ted nugent and aria speedwagon which was like this collision of, of what <laughs> and um they were my favorite i mean kind of by far because i'm not an agent fan you know um i can respect you know his band and some of his earliest music for what it was and where it came from and um but um and then always speedwagon i don't know it's it's what it is it's right. some some version of yacht rock but um but they were yes and i just remember listening or listening to them that that show and thinking i had they had more good songs than i remember like and and they're all good and they're, they got harmonies and you know there's a there's bridges and choruses and it's not just three chord verse chorus verse rock and roll it's um it's something higher than that so i can i can understand why it would be um it would be enjoyable i think they're kind of overlooked um in ways as you know the music doesn't get maybe as much respect that it deserves I would agree with that, and I think also, I think we've talked about this before, I, I, I think this music would almost be ready, in fact, better than much bro country, which sort of, I mean, they could throw it out there right now, and I think it's uh, is, is better than yeah. that stuff, and, and but si- kind of similar in a, in, in a way, that people may have actually had been influenced by them. Right, you would think, because it's, it's, it's roots are in Southern Rock, so... Um, right. 
it's um yeah it's going to have country elements and and elements that you think a little bit of a little bit of outlaw country ish so um i mean man we could we could talk all day about what should be on country radio right. and that certainly that certainly deserves it as much as anybody Let's talk about something a little bit different here. I have a good friend who uh, we were especially close when we were in our college age, and he's a musician and uh, still does a lot of uh, musical things, mostly for his own satisfaction. But uh, every now and then he just sends me something out of the blue to listen to from back in the day. And the other day he sent me a a YouTube video of the song... uh, Driver's Seat by Sniffing the Tears, which is mm-hmm. a one-hit mm-hmm. wonder from 1978. Mm-hmm. Really kind of a cool, great song. I think sometimes you remember one-hit wonders and think they were more popular than they really were. That song seemed to be played an awful lot for a, one that only went to number 15 on the charts. But I hadn't listened to it in a while. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed going down a backstory rabbit hole it was mm-hmm. not a big hit anywhere else and then it became a hit in the netherlands many years later for because mm-hmm. of a car commercial and uh, so i started looking at one hit wonders but that was a cool song that started off with each instrument uh, getting its own little piece and uh it was just kind of a fun thing maybe for you folks out there to go look up yeah um it was um i remember when the song came out <clears throat> and i remember it came up on a um on a Spotify, um, playlist or, or, yeah. And, um, um, and I hadn't heard it in like, I don't know, 20 years. And I, um, immediately played it like three times. Um, I'm looking at their, I'm looking at their, um, their, um, Sniffing the Tears radio on Spotify. And it's, um, it's, it's funny who they associate them with. I guess it's because they were, <laughs> they had such a narrow window of, right. Of being on the charts that they had to stress your, I mean Tom Petty's on this and right. Roxy music and I'm like yeah I'm not hearing any of that but um, <laughs> right but it's like if you like that song you may like these um you may like these bands and these songs but sure enough yeah that's a that's a fun song it's very it's very uh, groovy and breezy and um yeah worth remembering yes you know uh, a couple birthdays came up yesterday and speaking of not quite one-hit wonders, but certainly one of the most overwhelmingly, uh, you know, imposing as far as getting overplayed songs in the history of music. I would say is uh, Gary Wright turned seventy-nine on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and of course Dreamweaver. He had a couple of other minor hits after that, but I don't know if I've, you know, there have been songs like Horse with No Name, and I don't know, maybe you can pick out a couple that just dominated to the point if you didn't like the song a lot you were going to want to shoot yourself when it came on, but it was just kind of interesting. And I'm always happy when somebody who's 79, who was famous, is still alive. Still alive, yeah. Um, Love is Alive is another great song, though. Both of those are um, are just, yeah, solid gold. Um, Never mind hearing them. They never got too old for me. I mean, I don't want to hear it five times a day, but I'll hear it a couple times a month. And, um, yeah, it's just that, that's my high school era, I guess. Um, it's um, it reminds me of uh, Dream On, like the Aerosmith and all, all these other songs. Um, yeah, he's probably made um, he's got almost thirty million streams on Spotify, so he's still making some coin off that. That's good for him, and I, I do think we've gone down this road before, and I, I think I remember you having some affection, maybe surprising to me a little bit. Uh, 
Also on Tuesday, Roger Taylor turned 62 from Duran Duran. And uh, I I wasn't much for Duran Duran, but that was, an, that was certainly a... I mean, I think they made good music. They just put out another record, actually, in, in the mm-hmm. last six months or so, and people ate it up. And, uh, you know, they, they really got super stylized to MTV with the, you know, wildly good looking guys up there playing pretty quality crafted pop music. Oh yeah. They're, um, they were like one of the earliest like video stars on MTV just because of the way they looked, the way they shot their videos because of their, um, because of their, um, yeah, their look and, um, how they dress everything. They, they were among the first to really, take advantage of um, videos as a platform to, to promote their music, and they, they did it really well. I, I wrote about them once and called them a boy band, and I really insulted some of their friends <laughs> or some of their fans. Like, like no, nah, they kind of are. You know, I know they're, they're right. a band. Yes. That plays, but, um, yeah, don't, don't, don't be hurt by that. That's, that's kind of a compliment. Um, I got to um, interview Simon LeBone several years ago when they came to Kansas City, and I tell you, if you want to if you want to go to the show and see women in there, whoever old there would be now, reliving their teens and college days, yes, then you go to that show. It's um, they are throwing themselves into it um, like they were like they were watching a boy band. To my point, and um, so uh, yeah, it's kind of like going to a Rick Springfield show. <laughs> you go, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're still doing that. There, there was some of that actually at the 38 special show. Too. Some, some of the yeah. high school memory type of things, uh, certainly. Well, certainly, as usual, a eclectic and some much more uh, tangible and uh, people with a little more solidity, but uh, also a lot of fun, too. Uh, Tim, as always, a, a great exploration of many things musical. Appreciate the time. Sure, we'll talk again. We hope you enjoyed the latest Danny Klingscale Reasonably Irreverent Podcast. Come back soon for something fresh and new. This podcast was made possible by our great sponsors like Cinematic Visions, an affordable and award-winning solution for professional media production since 2003. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.